Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, 
And um, we, we're going to talk a little bit about the South African government. Um, what, South African, they're going to try and do something Zimbabwe tried, and we all know how that turned out about taking this land from the white farmers. So we're going to try you know, They're going to try that again. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk a little bit about them and um, their constant um, battle with the NRA, which is really crazy, but, you know, somebody's got to do it, right? Um, also, we, we got some quick hitters we're going to get to you. Maxine Waters and Trump calling each other funny names. Uh, daycare workers drugging kids. And Miss Mallory, Mallory, uh, Tamika Mallory, yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about her. I know a lot of y'all haven't heard about her or know who she is, but today you're going to find out. And, of course, uh, some more Black Lives Matter stuff because some universities, some religious society decided to put up the Black Lives Matter flag around the church and so forth and so on. We'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit, too. Those are some of the quick hitters we're going to get to today. Um, of course, we have our black history uh, person or persons, depends on, you know, how we want to do it today. Uh, we got the quarter of the day, and we got the song of the day. Yes, we just have one song of the day, but y'all know how I do it. If that one song gets to rocking pretty good, I may throw on another one, because I always pack two or three songs just in case. Just in case, because that's what I do. Okay? Now, but anyway... Before we get into all that, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, because one thing about this show is we want to make sure that you are a part of it. Guest 658 in chat room, thanks for hanging out with us today. Appreciate you. All right, so that's one way right there. Join us in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? Now, if you come in as a guest, the only thing you do is read whatever's being put in there. But if you choose to put in a, uh, a username of your choosing, then you can type and you comment on whatever you want to comment on. Yes, I read them throughout the show. I read them and I do respond, okay? So just so you know. Uh, also, there's emails, ericletstalk at gmail.com. And also, there's p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. That's the co-host. So if y'all want to send her something, and tell her, don't let me know. Go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. It ain't going to hurt my feelings. It's okay. <laughs> I still love you. Okay? Um, also, the easiest way, just call us right here in the studio, 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. That's the easiest way. You can just listen if you want to. Now, if you want to comment, just press number one. Bam, boom, I see you, we can get you on the air, and we can have our conversation. Just that simple. Because you, the listener, is a big part of this show, all right, because we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I like to talk, but I don't like to talk that out that much, though, okay? So, <laughs> so anyway, so those are all the ways you can participate on the show, and I'll be reminding you throughout the show that you can, uh, you, you, there are many ways that you can participate, okay? Um, you see, um, if you can't call or whatever, you can always go on Facebook page and um, your face, my Facebook page and, you know, click on the link there and follow along, listen along. 
And I think that's about it for now. Uh, the show's website is up and running, so you can leave me a comment there as well at www.ericletstalk.com. And we do try and update it as much as possible, you know. Yeah. One day I'll be, I'll get me a staff and I'll have to worry about that stuff. But right now, well, I still have to worry about it. But y'all know, y'all understand what I'm saying. But anyway, I digress. See, now I got to bring the logical one in because, see, I, I'm beginning to ramble a little bit. And that's what I do because I love talking to y'all. But I know you're out there listening and you like, you like hearing what I have to say, even though sometimes it's crazy and off the side of the barn somewhere. You still like to hear what I have to say. And I love that about y'all. And I get to rumbling and rambling. Boy, I tell you, journaling get to going, and yeah. But anyway, I'm shutting up now, y'all, and I'm bringing the logical one in, the one with all the big words. My co-host, P. Ross in the house. P, what's going on? How you doing out there? What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. you was, yeah, you was. Yeah, you was ramping on and off the side of the bar. You know, we out here on the campground looking at the lake. Everything is beautiful out here right now. Okay, well, let's see what I'm looking at out here. Oh, that's a bird. There's a cat. No, we're not talking about Oh, man, that cat just got the bird. The cat just got the bird. Really? Okay. Yeah, he brought some barbecue sauce, too. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Anyway, no, uh, not the chicken. Not the chicken. Pastor Robin says hi. Hi, hi. Hello. Pastor Rutledge, how are you? Okay. Doing well, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Y'all know we, we try to get Pastor Rutledge on the show because she has this book of poems for married couples. It's a very, very deep and entertaining book. I, I, I say entertaining because I don't know the big words like my co-hosts do, so I have to stick with entertaining. But it's a very deep, you know, deep book. And uh, we're going to get her on the show and talk about it one day. It's huh? insightful. It's insightful and informative. Yeah, it makes you do a check on yourself. Put it that way, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the same Now, that's the same as insightful. It makes you check yourself, okay? But anyway, um, so besides sitting on the lake, that's it? No fishing, no nothing like that going on? Yeah, they fishing, but I don't know if they caught anything yet. They're on their way back from the back. But, oh, yeah, they did catch fish. They did catch some fish today. They caught some bass. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know that's where they catch fish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they know how to fish. What? That's what we teach them. We teach them how to fish, farm, and raise livestock. Oh, okay. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's great right there. That is outstanding. You know, y'all teach them how to catch fish, even if they're not, they don't have any poles and stuff. You know, get the tweed. Ah. Okay. All right. So, anyway, the book I was talking y'all about before is called Not Without You, The Beginning by Vicky Rutledge. Did y'all from Amazon? And it's a book. I'll put it in the chat. All right. Okay. That's the question I was there. What y'all doing? Trying to cook the fish now, too? No, we're not cooking. 
cooking the fish. The kids are loading on the van. Oh, okay. All right. They loading the fish on the van. All right. All right. We may have to interview some of those kids before the day over with. So go on and get them prepped because y'all know I'm a griller. All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. You know, that's one thing about having your own show. You can always deviate a little bit. You know, you can deviate just a little bit because I can do that. Anyway. Oh yeah, we got the, we definitely got the quote of the day in the Black History moment. It is going to be about Mr. Latimer, which you will be doing. Um, it was brought up to you last week about the black inventor that worked with Edison. So we went and we researched him, and we found him, and we will be talking about him. We found him. Okay. We searched him. We found him. He was hiding in the big. He was hiding, hiding, hiding. All right. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. And we'll be getting back with you here shortly. So, you know, go on and get our our, our, our young people ready because I got some questions. Yeah, I'll be ready by the time you play the quarter. By the time you do the song of the day, I'll be ready with the quarter today. All righty then. All right, y'all. Since you done brought it up, it's about that time to get some um, the song of the day in. And y'all know it's Monday. And a lot of y'all sitting at your desk, you're hungover, you done lost an hour worth of sleep, you're saying bad things to yourself, and you're saying bad things to your fellow employees that are coming over there getting on your nerves today, and you say the day is not the day, and you need something to wake you up, something to pump a little ah, blood through your body. And I got one for you. And uh, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. That's right. Oh, yes, I do know for those that say he don't know what it is himself. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. But I'm going to let you just start doing it. Right? Wherever you're at, you're going to start doing the movements yourself. You're going to be like, oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Get it, get it, get it. And uh, we're going to have some fun out here today, all right? So without further ado, man, here's your old school. Song of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Cupid. Right about now, we're going to take y'all back. Back in the time. Cause it's on for a party, no 
some of y'all know about that right there. That's one of the coolest moves you ever can come up with in the dance club. Some of y'all do it today. Y'all just don't know that's what y'all doing. But it's okay. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Talk used to be out there in, in the club sweating with the big butterfly collars and the bell bottom heels, and I used to be cutting up. Yes, sir. Taking a shower and sweat. But you know what? That was then, and this is now. Because I ain't doing it now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, welcome back to the show, man. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. This is Let's Talk. All right. And we got another hot one for you. P, where you at? Talk to me. I got tired of all the dances he was talking about. Say what? You know you wasn't. You know you wasn't. Yes, I was, actually. I was doing it. No, no, you weren't, because we didn't hear you fall. We didn't hear you fall down. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they have. That's what they have mute for. Thank you much. (laughs) That's funny. That's what they have mute for, so you don't hear those sort of things. <laughs> okay, 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 right. Okay, so we just just clarifying, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so that's what we got. That was your old school, Cuban old school. You know, you can find it on um. You can find it on um 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 uh la, 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 YouTube and you know keep it well. Alright. Alright, so that's the way you do it. Area code nine two nine, welcome to the show. Glad you can hang out with us, get to you in a minute. Alright, so once again, once again, once again, let me tell you be a part of the show. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Call me. We talking uh a lot of stuff today. And we're about to get into it in a minute, but right now it's that time of the day, and y'all, I am working on intro for this, so give me a break, give me a break, all right? Um, it's time for the quote of the day, and here's the co-host with the big word, <laughs> P. Rowe. Yes. All right, where you at? Yes. I'm right here. We ready for the quote of the day? Oh, yeah, we ready for the quote of the day. All righty, all righty. Well, today it comes from Tony Ben. And his quote is, there is no moral difference between a stealth bomber and a suicide bomber. They both kill innocent people for political reasons. Again, the quote of the day is by Tony Dean. It said, there's no moral difference between a stealth bomber and a suicide bomber. They both kill innocent people for political reasons. Now, when we're talking about... um, uh, um, the bombings and, you know, they say and, and all of this gun control that we're fighting over now and so-called acts of terrorism and calling different groups terrorists while saying that others are just demonstrating, you know, that there is no greater sin. It's the same. It's for the same reason and you have the same outcome. They both kill people. They both disenfranchise people and they both divide so it doesn't matter whether we're talking about an extremist group, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about a KKK, whether we're talking about white supremacists, whether we're talking about Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, if there is an aura of division, their goal is the same. I know y'all ain't got to like me, but it's the truth because the outcome is the same. If you're not talking unity, you know, if you're talking not, not, not talking about, you know, a same common goal, yes, we know. We're disenfranchised. We know we are oppressed, you know, and we are sister 
systematically, see, we are systematically oppressed, see. So so until we can come to the table and address those issues, it doesn't matter what organization you're, you're, you're a part of. Your goals are all the same. So that's what this quote means. There is no moral keyword difference between a step bomber and a suicide bomber. They both kill innocent people for political reasons. And when we're talking about killing folks, it doesn't have to be a physical death, but you can kill their pride. You can kill their spirit. See, you can kill their chances at being successful. See, so it's still the same motive. You know what your agenda is. You know, you, you, you know why the reason for gates around public housing you know why across from the schoolyard is or down the road from most public schools is a prison or a graveyard. In any neighborhood you go in, black neighborhood, take a look around. Look at the design. Systematic oppression. And when you put those ideologies in people's face in their environment every day, how do you expect them to react? So let's recognize the things around us. Let's recognize the agenda at hand and live above it. Learn to get above it. And we're only going to do that, people, if we come together and unite as one to have our own, to build our own, to become our own once again. So that's the quote of the day. And the Black History Moment is Lewis Howard Latimer, who was an inventor, and a draftsman. He was best known for his contributions to the patenting of the light bulb and the telephone. I bet you didn't know that, did you? He was born mm-hmm. in Chesty, Massachusetts in, on uh, September 4th, 1848, to have, mm-hmm. who um, parents were field slaves. He learned the art of mechanics. Uh, mechanical drawing while working at a patent firm. Now, he was born in 1848, so he's still in 1800 when he's working at a patent firm, and he's a black man. And he was a a draftsman. He worked closely with Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell. In addition to designing his own inventions, um, he died in Flushing, Queens, New York, on December 11, 1928. So during the 1800s, he worked with these two people, and he had his own inventions. He was an inventor and an engineer. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, he was he was around wow. during the time of abolitionists Frederick Douglass and William Lloyd. Garrison, who defended him, and he was eventually able to purchase his freedom with the help of a local minister and began began raising a family um, with his wife, Rebecca, in nearby Chelsea. Hmm. So then he moved. Now, after his father left, Lattimore worked to help support his mother and family in 1864. At the age of 16, he started working. He lied about his age in order to enlist in the United States Navy during the Civil War. Returning to Boston after an honorable discharge, he accepted a menial position at the Crosby and Gould Patent Law Office. 
He taught himself while he was there. He taught himself mechanical drawing and drafting by observing the work of the draftsman at the firm. Recognizing Latimer's talent and promise, the firm partners promoted him from office boy to draftsman. In addition to assigning others, Lattimore designed a number of his own inventions, including an improved railroad car bathroom and an early air conditioning unit. Mm. See, who knew that, that we invented the first air conditioner? Imagine that. That's not hard Never heard it yet. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> never heard that, though. You know? No, that's that, not hard. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it's hot out there in them fields, I'm telling you. Lattimore's mm-hmm. talents were well-matched to the post-Civil War period, which saw a large number of scientific and engineering breakthroughs. Lattimore was directly involved with one of, with each one of these inventions, the telephone working with Alexander Graham Bell. Lattimore helped draft the patent for Bell's design of the telephone. He was also involved in the field of incandescent lighting, a particular competitive field working with Hiram Maxim and Thomas Edison. So he worked with both of those people. So he kept the deep he kept um his deep knowledge of both patents and electrical engineering made Lattimore an indispensable partner to Edison as he promoted and defended his light bulb design. In eighteen ninety Lattimore published a book entitled Incandescent Incandescent Lighting, a practical description of the Edison system. He continued to work as a patent consultant until 1922. Hmm. And which he died, he died about six years later after that. Hmm. And again, in uh, Flushing, Queens in 1928, he died. His, Mary, his, his wife, Mary, died four years before him, but he kept inventing stuff up until six years before his death. Wow. Wow is right, because we didn't know that. No, no. That's definitely one of those black history moments that you don't hear about too often. But you heard it today. Some bad talking about some people, you know. So 
you know, that's just as bad as a stealth bomber or a suicide bomber because you really can destroy a whole lot of people with just that little flappy thing in your mouth. Yeah, some of y'all True. got fat ones, some of you got skinny ones and all that good stuff. You can do with your tongue. But, yeah, that is a deadly weapon right there. People don't realize that. And I'm telling you that to say, watch what you say, okay? Watch what you say because sometimes – even though you may not be trying to, to, to do any damage, you do a whole lot of damage just by flapping your, your, that thing in your mouth, all right? So watch what you say. All right, so good work, man, P. Good work. Um, I guess we, well, I guess we move on here for a minute. Um, let me see. You know, I, I just deviated a little bit, so let me see who we got here. That wants to talk to us this bad so early. All right, Eric Code nine two nine. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? All right, here's the big question. Are you a fan of anal sex? Hell you know no. Sex is? Goodbye. All right. All right. We ain't even going there today. See, see, and now this is what happens when they let nuts out of school for a week. They have nothing that, else that, to do. That, yeah, that's that foolishness. Yeah, they have nothing else to do with that. I'm not even trying to deal with that. Entertain that. If that's what you're into, keep, you know, that's a private matter. Keep that to yourself. Don't be trying to look for partners on this show. We're not doing it. Sorry, bud. (laughs) Not that that kind of show. (sighs) Ain't nobody doing you. Yeah, ain't nobody doing you. (laughs) Anyway.
told that she he needed to sign for her to be quiet. So now, since everybody's ignoring his the other allegations against him with these other women, Stormy Daniels saying, "Well, he never signed the paper, so I don't have to be quiet about nothing." And she has actually volunteered to return the money. Ah, so she can talk some more about it, and, and that is something that's very interesting. Now we're gonna see how this this is gonna play out. Now, little as it to be known. You know, uh, they have tried to silence this woman already by trying to get a um, restraining order, a gag order, or what have you, here in the last couple of weeks. But they have been unsuccessful. And um, so we're going to see where this Stormy Daniels thing is. Who knows? Maybe we <laughs> – I don't know. I'm not going to say that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see where this goes because it's going to be interesting. And see how many people he's going to be calling names. Now – you know, I, I would be I wouldn't be me if I didn't say this. Um, you know, you take a look at at, at this with forty five. Okay, you take a look at, at at the Me Too Me Too movement that went on in, in Hollywood, you know, here the last three four months, and you take a look at at, at all these individuals that's been having been forced to either step down go to quote-unquote rehab, or in Bill Cosby's case, just been taken to the ringer and, and, and taken to court not once, but twice now. They're trying to get twice, and this time they want 19 of his accusers to speak against him. You know, there, there was a hearing about that last week. I didn't hear anything else about it so far. But, yeah, they want 19 of his accusers to talk now, to get in front of them, because they couldn't get him the first time, so they're going to try it again. Now, Okay, um, and um, so with all that going on, you take a look at that. Now you got 45 sitting up there. Now he's been accused, been on tape saying what he has done, right? His attorney has said they have paid off this porn star, but yet nobody's paying him any attention, right? Right? Yeah. So now, with that being said, that being said, you know, it's interesting, and, and, and this is going to lead, I'm setting the stage right here for something later that I'll be coming back to. It's interesting how it really doesn't matter, it really does not matter what someone does if you are truly behind them and believe what they, they are doing is right. It doesn't matter. We have seen that throughout history. Throughout history, some of them we call them cults, some of them we call them just dynamic, charismatic leaders, what have you. But the bottom line is, hey, I believe you, and I don't care what you do wrong, whether it's right there in my face, I'm going to follow you because I believe that you would do more good than wrong, than bad, okay? And, and I'm setting this up because this is what happens in America. Now, of course, of course, now, there are those that it doesn't matter. You, whether you're against them, you're against them. All right? You're for them, you're for them. It's just that simple. Now, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I got to put this out here now. Here's, here's, here's the, the, the gist of this whole situation. 
some people call it hypocrisy. Some would say, well, you know, they they just human. And, and and my take on this is they are they are just human. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to do everything correctly. Now, no one's going to do everything wrong either, even though there are somebody that would make you believe that. They make you believe that. And the reason why I bring up this case with this thing with, with 45, because we're going to talk a little bit here. You know what? Let's talk about it now, since I, I brought it up. Let's go ahead and talk about it, because it's part of the quick hitters anyway. Um, we're going to talk about, a little about Tamika Mallory. All right. Now, Tamika Mallory was brought up on the show last Friday um, during the closing of the show by um, our, our, our dedicated listener, Maze. Okay? And Maze said, What about that woman that was with Farrakhan? And they all up, and it, it caught my interest. You know, I caught my What the, the woman with Farrakhan? What in the world is she talking about? And, of course, I had to go and check it out. This woman's name is Tamika Mary, Mary, Mallory, and she's the national co-chair of, a, of the Women's March. And the problem is she was present at the Nation of Islam's annual Savior's Day event last month. Well, Mr. Farrakhan was there, and he spoke round against Jews for being the mother and father of apartheid. Okay, y'all see where we're going with this already? The Jews have, he also said the Jews have control over those agencies of government and surmised that Jews have chemically induced homosexuality in black men through marijuana. Okay, y'all. I don't know about that one, because, uh, anyway. Mallory and her colleagues were accused of dismissing the concerns of critics on social media who felt they were, if not endorsing, anti-Semitism, homophobia, and sexism, failing to publicly rebuke it. Now, let's go to those last four words, right, one, two, three, four, five words right there. Failing to Publicly rebuke it. Now, we know the minister, Louis Farrakhan, he says what's on his mind. Okay, let's go on and put it out there. He says what's on his mind. Um, and... Um, he says what's on his mind. And a lot of times, a lot of people don't agree with it. Okay? They don't agree with it. Now, let's understand something here. Let's understand something here. Anytime you're in charge of or associated with a group organization or whatever you want to call it that goes against the norm of the status quo, they will find anything they can to pick at you about. Okay. Now, this young lady was there at this 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 event. Okay. She was at this event, and he spoke these words, those words. He did. All right. Now. 
this is a, a very interesting thing because this is where you get p- politics involved in it and without even really uh, uh, noticing it. Because the last five words of that last that last um, paragraph I wrote you is are very important. Failing to publicly rebuke it. They don't care whether you like them or not, or you meet them in close. They don't care about that. As long as they can make you publicly say, I do not stand for what Minister Farrakhan is saying, then they have you where they, where they want you. It's just that simple. It's just, it is. Now, and here's some, here's some examples. In 1984, 1984, I know some of y'all are not going to remember this, when, when, when Rainbow Jesse decided to run for, for president. Y'all remember that? And um, he called he called um, New York Town. Do y'all remember that? When he called New York Town. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the same time, Farrakhan called Judaism a dirty religion and warned dudes against attacking Jesse Jackson. And he told him Harm this brother, it will be the last one you harm. Now, that is just message Lewis Farrakhan taking up for Jesse Jackson. Now, we know later on down the line what Jesse would say about Obama, how he thought he was arrogant, he just wished he could pump or bust him in his face, basically what he said. All right? Now, see, see, but I might not go there. This is I'm, I'm going here. Now, you got Farrakhan stepping up. Step up to a place and look, don't y'all touch him when he said it's true, leave him alone. Right? What did Jesse Jackson do? He ultimately turned around to deal Ferris Khan's anti-Semitism as irreprehensible. And he did this behind a microphone. And that's what they want. That is what they want you to do. They don't care what you do behind. They don't care what you do behind, honey. They don't. As long as you get up and do it publicly. So you can say, look, see, see, your own people don't want to follow you. See, that's all uh, uh, y'all listen to me now. Now, for those who so love this man and thought he was the best president in history, his name is Obama. Now, we already know. He stepped away from Reverend Wright because he was getting too much heat for being associated with Reverend Wright. So he just had to, you know, get up there and disassociate himself with, with you know, to me was shady himself. But he formally rejected and denounced Farrakhan, Farrakhan during the 2008 campaign. Now, let's, let's not forget during that time, there's a big thing and a big cry that, oh, he's Muslim. He's Muslim. He's Muslim. So what did he do? Hey, I ain't got nothing to do with that. No, no, no. Now, coming on back, coming on back, Mallory, this young lady here. See, and, and, and this is why you need to know the backstory on things before you get up there and start running off at the mouth and jaw jacking about some things. Okay? She said, in the most difficult period of my life, it was the women of the Nation of Islam who supported me, and I have always held them close to my heart for that reason. Um, she said she was surprised by the backlash to her presence at the, the event, Savior's Day event, in part because she's been going to the annual 
nation of Islam functioned since she was a child. Okay? Her parents were activists. She is a Christian. She says it was common for her to work with the nation of Islam on anti-violence initiatives as Islam occupied the corner program, which involves members of the Fruit of Islam patrolling dangerous areas to prevent violence. See, but of course they're not gonna let you know that part of it. Oh no, they're not gonna let you know that. No, 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 because that destroys what they want you to believe. Okay. Now here's here's where. They want they want to crucify her. She's become leader of a diverse national political movement of which Farrakhan's most frequent targets, Jews, women, LGBTQRSTUV people, are irreplaceable members. And she said, I don't agree with everything that Minister Farrakhan said about Jews or women or gay people. I study in the in a tradition, the Kingan nonviolent tradition. I go into prisons and group homes, and I do not come out saying, I just left the criminals or the killers. This is not my language. That is not something I do. I do not speak in that way. In the tradition that I came out of, we attack the forces of evil but not people. Okay, in her essay for News 1, Mallory wrote that as historically oppressed people, blacks, Jews, Muslims, and all people must stand together to fight racism, anti-Semitism, and Islamophobia. Okay? Islamophobia, yeah, yeah. Anyway, now, you know what I like about that last statement? She did a Jameer Hill here. Okay, I'm going to give y'all what I want. I'm going to give y'all what y'all want. But what I'm not going to do, what I'm not going to do is stand here and persecute that man for what he said. And for that, you know, I got to give the young lady some props on that. You know, because she, she did bow down. She did. She did not bow down. And that's a good thing. That is a very good thing. So, got all that. So now y'all know what Maze was talking about. We were just talking about the girl with Farrakhan. Her name is Tamika Mallory. And if you want, she, her information is out there on the web. Look her up. It's very, I mean, she has a very, very uh, uh, interesting story to tell, and she she hasn't had an easy life, but she's doing the thing. She's doing it. And, of course, we know as young people begin to come up, huh? As young people begin to come up and, and take the, the take their place yeah, in the society, there's going to be some bad Because a lot of them not going to believe what we believe. Okay? Um... Uh, okay. Let me take this call here real quick. And I bring, uh, let's see, area code 214. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, this is Richard. Uh, how big's your black cock? Okay. Pretty Thank you, Richard. <laughs> All right. P, what you got for me? Yeah, you. Yeah, the last statement that you made, you know, people not, are not going to believe what you believe. We find that every day. We even find that in the so-called Christian religion. You know, that's why there's so many denominations. You know, some people believe this, some people believe that. You know, and 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 and, and it gets to the point where 
you know, it, it really don't matter what the heck you believe. You have to discern what the truth is for your own self, for your own life, you know, and apply that to your own life. Stop worrying about what somebody else believes. That's what they believe in. That's who that person is. And allow them to be that person instead of trying to bring your influence over to them. The only thing you can do is speak the truth and live the truth for you, yourself, you know. And that's all that lady did. Nobody can influence mm-hmm. her to come against the man where this, she said, that was the only group of people that supported her, you know, in her in her most downtrodden time, you know. So where are you coming from? to say that she's not right to stand with them. Now, if we take religion away from it and we take the notoriety of Louis Farrakhan, you know, away from that, and and they're just the common folks and even looking in our own lives, who do we call our friends? Who do we stand up for? Who do we have, you know, our ride at our partners for? Those people who are there for us in our most downtrodden times. So what the heck is the difference? Uh-uh. Why you want to? Uh-uh. Why you want to persecute? Why you want to persecute the lady for doing the same thing that you do daily? Daily. Hmm. That's right. See, sometimes you know, sometimes people just try to, you know, judge people and 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 stir the pot because they're upset or they're mad or they don't agree with what what she said or who she or because she stands with this person because they don't like their views. Same time. You have your, you have people in your circle who fall into that into that same realm. Hmm. Do you just dump them and walk away from them? Hmm. I don't think so. You know, so if, if we learn to stay in our own yard, if we learn to stay in our own yard a little bit more and let other people live their own life and we live ours, then you know it it it'll be much better instead of always trying to get somebody on your side because you're mad because you don't like that person rather than just saying that. Okay, that's your personal opinion. Leave it at that. Mhm. Leave it at that. You know, yeah. and it's 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 amazing. She's standing, and I, I'm I, like I said, I'm applauding her for it because she's standing for what she believes in. You know, yeah, and, exactly. And standing tough, unlike yeah. unlike other individuals. You know, that chose to yeah to, to tuck tail, you know, the tail and run. Yeah, yeah, the tuck tail and run, or or either you know fall into the trap of going against somebody who ain't did a doggone thing to them except be the person that he is and that he's always been. You already know who the man is. You already know what his views are. So if you don't like him, hey, don't entertain him. Hey, turn to I mean, you only been there. Look, look, yes, we, I'm, I'm going to Obama and Reverend Wright because I thought that was just so so chicken crappy of him to just do that after you'd have been, what, years been with this man for years. Yeah, 
I, I, I see your point. I see your point. But that goes back to something we say here on the show a whole lot of times. You still have free will. You know, you still got free will. And, you know, and and it's like I was saying last, you got a choice to make then. What is it, What choice are you make? You going to stand up or you just going to sell out and, and, and just for, well, we know what the final outcome was, but why? Why? Yeah. Or, you know, well, it's, it's well honestly, that, that, honest, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say honestly, it goes down to to, to what you value more. Right. Okay. Yeah. It really I, goes I, down I to what you. That. Yeah. What I, What I do you value that. more? Hmm. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah. 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 You know, when you, you you're trying to make history, you're trying to get over the bumps. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. But I like it. But what I was about to say was, it's amazing how the young ladies found ways to do it without, you know, actually kowtowing or bowing, bowing down. You know what I mean? Compared yes. to you know those other that came out and had and mentioned names and you know and yes I no 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 no. You know, it, it, I just found it interesting how that was done. But these other individuals, you know, they got they supposed to have smart people in their corner. Nobody could figure that part of it out. Really? What was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Miss Miss Mallory, I think she, you know she just stands up for what she believes. You know, and if, if people in that group know that she's cold. Um, cheer up, wants to leave. Oh well, so be it. So be it. You know, it because it, it, you like I say, nobody's gonna do everything perfect. And we know when you have an organization or a big group like that, there's always gonna be some some uh, dis- deserters, uh, some troublemakers, or some people that are just not gonna like anything you do. Right. And, and sometimes right. you just have to let it play out so those individuals can go on about their business, and you can truly. Get started on this agenda that is one forty two. Yeah, they get one forty two. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So uh yeah, that's it. So we got another caller coming in. Let's see. You know. I don't know, maybe uh, I don't wanna play like that. All right, triple one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Um, hey, how's it going? What's, What's up, happening? Beasley? How are you, sir? California, oh, I'm cool. How about how about you and Oh, we're oh, doing good. wonderful. All right. Nice yeah. to hear. I, I've been listening for the past 10 minutes, and I still don't know what you guys are talking about exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I swear I've been, trying to, I've been trying to get the rhythm of the stroke, man, and I'm just not catching on. <laughs> okay. Um, did you hear about um, this young lady that, that was um, at this um, event with Farrakhan, Tamika Mallory? I'm not aware. Tell me about her. Well, anyway, the bottom line is she's, she's the chair of, of this women's march group, and everybody was upset with her because she was there. And, of course, Farrakhan went on, you know, his, his railing against the Jews and, you know, how he said Jews controlled agencies of the government and, you know, they have induced homosexuality. He did that. He, he, he made a speech like that recently? 
Okay. Okay. All right. All right. No, no, they talk because because the press brings it up on something stuff he said thirty years ago. So that's yeah, why I just right. want to make it clear. But, but, right. You know, but but the bottom line is basically they want her to um, denounce him or or condemn him for saying that and so disassociate herself with him. And and what we're talking about was, you know, I like the way she standing up. She said, "Look, when I was in trouble at the lowest in my life, this group, these women of this group, were the only ones who stood with me." So basically, Man. no, I'm not. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, at least somebody's got a little bit of loyal, a little bit of loyalty to people that were loyal to them when their back was against the wall. That's that's a more honorable exactly. trait. You know, you know, Farrakhan. He's like anybody else. When I say he's like anybody else in any other situation, it's like you know you take the parts that you like and you don't, and the parts that you don't like, you don't take. Mm-hmm. It's like anything else take. unless you're gonna unless you're gonna go around. Well. You know, unless you're going to go around and 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 follow something and believe in some people, you know, blindly. And I don't think anybody mm-hmm. with good sense, with any type of good sense, does that. And you know, and you can like more of what you, people that I don't like say things that I think are funny and clever sometimes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. That people true. that I don't like, you know, well, Trump will do something every now and then. I'll be like, yeah, that's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. You got him right there on that one. But uh. Yeah, so that's 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 the way I see it. But Fairfield apparently has been getting a lot of heat lately. There's somebody, one of these young dudes that's with the 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 online conscious community, really tore into him, you know, hard, hard using street language. And uh, yeah. you know, I don't know if I don't know if he deserved all that. I don't, yeah. I don't know. If he, I, don't, I don't know. If he, I, I didn't hear it. But apparently it was pretty hard. She just cussed him out like he was like just another, you know, cat on the street corner or something. And I don't know I don't know if I don't know if he I don't know if he deserved all that. Not after the lifetime that he's, you know the work that he's the work that he's put in. Even if they have benefited yeah. from it. I mean, let's let's be honest, the more the more publicity you think, the more he talks. The more he goes away, you know? But in, in, in the same the same token, he had to change he had to change his rhetoric from the beginning. He's saying the same thing he said back then. Huh? He is. Um. Even even when he was taking up for Jesse Jack, he said the same thing basically now then that he said now. Now what's his rhetoric though? Do 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 for yourself? You know, uh, uh, yeah, basically. Basically, what the things know, that he says are controversial, they're most, they're most, they're most, they're mostly, they're mostly true. Man, he's done a lot. <laughs> Even recently, in the past five years, he's explained things to people. He, he, he's, he's, he's explained, you know, what Agenda Twenty One. He's explained the, the 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 whole Obama situation and how he was persecuted more because he was black. He's he's explained so many different things, and it's right available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's taken esoteric and mystic and, and mystical things and 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 and, and, and broken them down to, for people that would have not known what he was talking about. That's he's in a lot of. He's, he's, as far as he's just talking, but as far as teaching, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. taught a heck of a whole lot more than a whole lot of these other cats out here. In fact, hands hands down. 
way more now, has shown light. light, shown light on um, on cloudy areas. Unless you have an idea of of, of structure and the way things are set up, you know the way, the way that there's there's orders and there's structures and there's secret societies. He explains this in plain talk. Other 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 so. Other so-called leaders aren't doing that because they're part of that structure. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Break it down, Beasley. Break it down. Whoa, now that was good. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to quit one on my head. Okay. That was good. Okay. Other leaders aren't doing this and explaining <laughs> these things that he's explaining because they are part of that structure on one area, one one yeah, level of it or another. They all fit in. He don't fit in, and he calls it out. Right. Man, that was good. That was good, wasn't it? I'm done, no, because it, 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 <laughs> hey, that's really, it makes sense. You said that. That's really nothing else to say about it. That's it. And this young lady, right. you know, this young lady just said, this young lady is just basically saying, look, I'm not going to denounce, you know, denounce being with him nothing. I say, look. I don't agree with some of what he said that's it, but I'm not gonna call him out or nothing like that. Except that on you know, go about your business. So, that's it. But thank you, Mr. Beasley. Hey, um, you still doing your show? Yeah, kinda. Of. We you know, we flag yeah, I try to. I do a little music and talk a little a little crap, but nothing good like what we nothing we don't T- tackle issues or stuff, nothing that goes on like in here. Mm-hmm. It's oh, really okay. taking a step. It's really taking a step down into the pit of uh, yeah, buffoonery and everything like that. Nothing, nothing, nothing worthwhile. Funny, entertaining as can be, but not worthwhile. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna have to come check check it out. Then. I mean, I'll All right. See if I can add something. <laughs> let me All let right, me go back. Let me go back to listening. You're welcome. All right. All right. All right, y'all. That was Mr. Beasley. Long time listener, full of full of information. Very intelligent man. Very intelligent young man. All right. Um let's see, what else did I say we had to talk about? Oh, anything else you want to add to that, um, um Pete, before we get to rolling on the, on these other stories here? Well, no, he, he 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 made the point. You know, he made the point, you know. It, it, and, and exactly what we what what we've been saying. How can you talk about something that you are involved in, or that you are in part of, or behind the scenes you're cooperating with? What are you going to say? Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. See, yep. so, what you are know. you going to say? But 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 when you're not when you're not. You know, you have no problem supporting somebody or you have no problem speaking your views regardless of, of who or who doesn't go along with you because to you that's that hey, that that's just that's just the truth. That that's just what it is, that's how it is, and I'm not changing and I'm not moving. No, I'm not and I don't care who like it. I don't care who like it or or, or who don't like it. You know. Mm. Mhm. So there are a lot of yeah, there there are a lot of more issues in this country that recently ha- have ha- have changed, and a lot of pastors, you know, who who's supposed to be pastors and and and, and believe in the word of God, they they're silent on it. 
You know, mm. they, they just silent on it. And, and, you know, well, we, you know, we got to love everybody. Yes, you do got to love everybody, but you still got to tell those folks the truth. Mm. You know, if this is what the word says, this is what it says, then yeah. You know, then that, you know, that's just not acceptable. But if that is what you're caught up in, realize the roots of that. And don't try to mm-hmm. justify the sin to say what God says is sin and try to justify it and turn it around and make it right. And say mm. and tell your children then that it's okay and, and, and you deceive in a whole nation where you're deceiving those who will be deceived. You know. There you go. No. Uh-huh. You know, no. No, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. So either you either either you're gonna stand or you're gonna live a lie. And and, and, and and there's no gray area. Contrary to popular belief, there's no gray area. There's no stand you know, selling fence. Either either you're gonna stand on the truth or you're gonna live a lie. And that's mm. just it. And that's just it. Amen. Okay. I'm with you. I am with you on that one. All right. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> I think <laughs> my first one, Beasley, yourself, everything has been said that needs to be said right about this. You know, unless we want to bring out a guest co-host in, you know, named Rutledge, you know, let her get her piece in. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she good. All right. Um, let's move on across the pond here a little bit. South Africa, y'all. Now, South Africa is about, the government is about to embark on something we have seen fail miserably in another African country, namely Zimbabwe, to a point where the banks didn't have even any money, you know, basically no food, just horrible conditions. Well, South Africa has decided that they will seize land from the white Farmers without compensation. In other words, they just gonna take the land. They ain't gonna pay them nothing for it. Okay, like I said before, we've seen this done in Zimbabwe. Mugabe, y'all remember we talked about him a couple of months ago. Mugabe, he did the same thing, and what happened ended up leading to him being <laughs> basically kicked out of office because things have gotten so bad. Um. Uh, let's see. It says that. Um, yeah, that's what I'm about. The radical, the radical left economic freedom party, whose leader, Julius Molina, told the country's parliament, we must ensure that we restore the dignity of our people without compensating, without compensating the criminals who stole our land. Um, passed by an overwhelming majority of two, two forty-one. By passed by overwhelming majority of 241 votes to 83 votes against the proposal to amend Section 25 of the Constitution would allow expropriation of land without any financial recompense. In other words, they go and take these these farmers, white farmers' land, and don't have to pay them for anything. Okay, if if this bill passes. Now, like I said before, this was done in Zimbabwe. And for those farmers that did not want to give up their land, two or things happened. They came in, would run out their homes, run off the land, or the land was burnt. They burnt the land. 
It's just that simple. Which usually is not a bad thing sometimes. You need to burn it sometimes to turn the soil off. But anyway, um, the ruling African National Congress amended but supported the motion. The party has promised reforms to, to address the racial disparities in land ownership, which persists more than two decades after the end of apartheid. Okay, about 72%, 72% of South Africa's farmland is owned by whites, who constitutes 8% of the country's population, 24 years after the end of apartheid rule. Think about that now. <clears throat> 72% of the farmland owned by whites, but they only constitute 8% of the country's population. Think about that. What if that was reversed here in this country and we had all the farmland? Wouldn't that be something great? Okay, anyway. Quick one back. I'm about to get off the subject. Um, South Africa's new president, Cyril Ramaphosa, stressed it must be conducted in a manner which preserves food production and security. And that is the biggest thing right there because that is what's happened to, happened to Zimbabwe. It wasn't thought out as a well-planned. Well it sounded good in theory. You know, let's go and take that land because our ancestors did it. They took it from us. Let's get our land back. But then again, it wasn't thought out. There was no way to, to, to continue the, the production that these farms were giving off, and which led to the calamity in Zimbabwe and the coup of Mugabe. So we we gonna keep our eye on this right uh, on this right here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Parliament instructed a committee to review the constitution and report back by the 30th of August. So we gonna keep our eye on this and see what happens between 9 and 30 August and see if they actually come up with a a, a sustainable plan because that's what it is. The plan has to be sustainable. You know that's like some people say, come on, let's go over here and, and, and raid this store right here, or let's go and, and overthrow this. Store. But you have no plan to sustain it once you do it. You know, because you use all your your your, your, your resources, but that one move, then nothing else after that. You know, so yeah, let's hopefully, hopefully this 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 change uh, will have a better result than in Zimbabwe. Okay, Pete, you got anything for me on that before we move on? Yeah, the the, the thing the the thing about Mugabe was that um. Um, they didn't have a plan. It wasn't thought out. They just jumped in. They just jumped in and did it. And the thing about it was none of those people who they gave the land back to were skilled farmers. They didn't have the labor that they needed or the knowledge that they needed to maintain the land. That was the thing. So so if, if, if this president, you know, he, I guess, you know, he supposedly looked at that and are trying to get those things and people and, and necessary resources in place so that it continues on, you know, as if it, it never exchanged hands. See, because if, mm-hmm. if, if the people don't have the knowledge to, to manage it or to sustain it, then it makes no sense in taking it from those who do. Mm-hmm. Because you, 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 you either in the same place that you were before are in are, are, are really worse off as we saw in you know in in, in, in the other Zimbabwe. place when, when they did that. Yeah, right. Zimbabwe when they did that. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, so he has a plan, and like we say, all we, you know, time will tell. We'll watch and see. And then plus, he, you know, the people that are backing him, if they have the necessary resources for him to use, then, you know, pretty much he just very well may be, he very just very well may be successful. But the thing is, when the note comes due, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When the note comes due to those who are backing you, you know, uh, yeah, you know, so you know, it's it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's it, you know, yeah. it can be a it, it can be a sticky situation, you know, it can mm. be. You know, it's interesting you said that because I, I had this idea when I was looking over this last night. I said, oh, this mm-hmm. thing right here, just make them sharecroppers. Yeah. Think about it. Exactly. Yeah.
I don't know. Honestly, I don't think killing the angels anything. I really don't. Well, I, I forced my opinion on this already. I don't really think there's a thing that can't be done to stop it. Besides nothing. You know, hopefully change the mental attitude. And that's not, that's not going to help either. But go ahead, Ross. I hear you back there. And, you know, you know, I don't, I don't. You know, it, it changing the grade, changing the law, changing any of that is going to really matter because if you want to get a hold of something in this country, you can and you will. Until we change the people, until people's perceptions change, their mentality change, then it, the, the same things are going to happen. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, changing the laws before. Uh, you know, stronger school school security and all of this stuff, it still didn't stop other students from coming in and killing other students after Columbine. Now, if we look mm, back and see right. how many incidents have there been since then, but we were supposed to have better school security, right? Mm-hmm. We had we, we, we have sheriff's offices and, and, and armed guards on the school grounds, but what did, what did that do except arrest our kids? When they brought records to school, when they brought a knife or whatever. But the kids bringing the guns, you know, that how are they able to actually get through all of this so-called security systems and be able to go shoot up a school? <laughs> that is a good question. And I don't think that is – I really do not believe that people are looking at that, 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 that part of it, you know. I right. Like, like the case in Birmingham, Alabama last week, last Wednesday, that didn't get much notoriety. When this young black girl was killed. You mm-hmm. know, I guess because it was a pistol, you know, it was a pistol, and it wasn't a shotgun, it wasn't that important. But this school had right. a metal detector. It had a metal detector. Exactly. Exactly. So the question is, how is this happening? Okay, so we're going to turn our schools into basically um, um, detention centers. You know, you get one basically. in, you get one out, <laughs> you know. Basically, and, and, even, and, even, and, even, and even then, right. and even then, are, are, are our kids really protected? Because when we look at the atrocities caused by those in authority, mm. you know, committed against these kids, you know, in schools, mm-hmm. in detention centers, as you say. You know, in foster care. <laughs> you know, and 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 who's addressing that? And see, the problem is this right here: nobody's addressing the real issue. Nobody's getting down to the nitty gritty of it. You know, the behind the scenes stuff that goes on that causes these kids to have these mental issues in the first place that make them want to go and blow up a school, shoot up a school, and all these innocent people die because you got pissed off at one or two adults, whether they were your parents. Or somebody else in authority makes no sense. <laughs> they took away they took away all the social workers, closed down most mm-hmm. of the mental health counselors and the mental health facilities. You know they want to put mm-hmm. kids on Ritalin at an early age, three and four years old. Your children is hyperactive, okay? So then when they do come mm-hmm. back to themselves, they don't know who their real selves are. So when they get angry, mm-hmm. or they have you know, or, or, or they or they have issues or whatever that they don't know how to resolve. They only resolve it in violence. And that brings us to our next mm. topic, you know, of, of spanking your kids, saying that if you spank your kids, they're going to be violent adults. <laughs> okay, really? 
Really? Well, then, then explain yeah. to me how explain to me how the ones that don't get faith and get all these privileges and be able to do and say what they want to say and how they want to say it. Why they the ones sticking up the gun? And I'm just asking, a, you know, a hypothetical question. Mm, a hypothetical question. They they're just, they're not they're not the norm. They they are the exception. They are not the norm. But those okay. But those okay. Are, then yeah. then if they if they are the exception, then why you want to mm-hmm. make a rule? Why don't why do you want to make a rule for the whole and not for the exception? Now why not just deal with the exception and the to change the rule for those that you know aren't a part mm. of the exception? <laughs> for the normal class of folks. Um, because. Um, here in this country, we punish all, not just one. Mass punishment is easier to take care of that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Now, you know, it is interesting that, um, you know, that that is is a study that was done um, by a guy named Jeff Temple a psychiatry professor at the University of Texas Medical Branch, kids who say they have experienced corporal punishment were more likely to have recently committed dating violence. Now, look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Kids imitate what they see at home, okay? And believe you me, tearing that fanny, that butt up, is not causing them to have, as they call it, dating violence, okay? They're watching... They're watching their mothers, husbands, boys, friends, whatever, get their pills scalped back by whoever the spouse is. That's what's going on. So they feel they can do it too. That's not that's not because they're getting punished or disciplined. You know, and, and, and it's crazy. Um, it goes on to say his results um, held up even contributing factors such as sex, age, parental education, ethnicity, and childhood abuse were controlled. See, that makes no sense at all. Parents who believe in spare the rods for the child might be setting their children up to become violent toward future partners, according to a study published Tuesday in the Journal of Pediatrics. We asked 758 kids between 19 and 20 years old how often they had been spanked, slapped, or struck with the object as a form of punishment when they were younger. <laughs> now, now let, let's see how that, that question was, was framed. How often they have been spiked, slapped, or struck with the object as a form of punishment when they were younger. Okay. <laughs> now, and, and if you notice the age group, 19 to 20 years old. 19 to 20. You know, 19 to 20. This is the group of, uh, of people that's eating tired pods and carrying on. And you're going to actually trust what they tell you? I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm not buying this. P, you want to add this thing? Because uh, I ain't even got started. Okay, she must be busy. It says corporal punishment. No, 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 because, you know, you know, any statistical report, can be framed to get the results that they want to get. Mm-hmm. Just by how you frame the question. We all know yeah. that. 
<laughs> we well, we all don't. Some of us do, but we all don't. Um, they says corporal punishment confuses the boundary between love and violence for children while they are learning how to treat others. What kind of nonsense is that? Really? Really? It confuses the boundaries between love and violence. Trust me. Oh, okay. I got it. You're not supposed to discipline your kid, but you can buy them a, a, a game such as uh, 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 Grand Theft Auto where you run over, stab, shoot, kill people, or uh, uh, what's the other one? Call of Duty, uh, the zombie games. But that, that doesn't confuse them at all, right? They understand that that, that is just so that That is a cut game, right? Yeah, no. But you can't beat it because you, you confuse them. That's a bunch of hockey. Um, the U.N. Committee on Rights of the Child defines corporal punishment as any punishment which... Okay, hold on. The U.N. Committee on the Rights of the Child defines corporal punishment as any punishment in which physical force is used and intended to cause some degree of pain or discomfort, however light. (laughs) Ah! Now, that's the U.N. Committee on the Rights of the Child. Let's read that again. Any punishment in which physical force is used and intended to cause some degree of pain or discomfort, however light. Okay, Johnny, don't do that again now. Johnny, you're really working my nerves. Go and stand in the corner. Johnny, how many times am I going to tell you not to do that again? First, darn it, Johnny, wait till your father gets home. No, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. exactly. That ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. He's going to get his butt spanked. He's going to be tired. He's going to be in timeout. He might get timeout the first time, depending on how old he is, you know. But once you reach the age of understanding, you understand yes and no and what I'm saying to you, and you choose to ignore it, or you choose to roll your little eyes, Oh, yeah, your butt's going to get slapped a few times. Oh, yeah. No. I'm glad you said that. I got a clip. I got a clip. I'm glad you missed the because I got a clip I need to play for you. And I, 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 want you, I want your answer. Tell me what would you do if you was a neighbor and you heard this all day, okay? Hold on for a minute. Let me cue it up here. All right. So, if you was a neighbor and you heard that going on all day long, what would you do? Huh? What would you, Piggy that? What would you do? How would you react to that? Do you think somebody the baby crying? Huh? Because the baby crying? Yeah. Yeah, and you hear all that day? all day long. Yeah. Uh, 
because you need to shut your baby up or put them in another room. Well, I don't need all that mess. Come on now. Why is that baby crying? What's wrong with it? Change the diaper. Let me let me rephrase it. And you watch the parents walk walk out the house and you hear that going on all day. What would you do then? If you well, watch the parents that? walk out and get the colleague. And you know okay, it's only then. two people, two parents sit there. Oh, well, uh, hey, I'm, I'm either going to go get that baby or call somebody to get that baby. Because if you can't leave no baby home by itself, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, now, let me tell you something. That was not a baby. That was a parrot. That was a who? A parrot. A Brazilian parrot. Oh, a parrot, a parrot mocking yes. a baby. I guess. Yes. Hey, that makes sense. It makes sense, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. You, you see how you, you see how people get it, it can be mis, misunderstood just that fast if you don't know what's yep. going on. What's going on? Because you don't see it. All you do is hear. That's true. Right. That's why I said I either right. I either go get the I go get the baby, knock on the door, find out what's going on. Hey, mm-hmm. somebody got to get it, and then you know, you get in, you see it's a parrot. Okay, well, no alarm. They good. They're good. Yeah. That's it you can get in the door. Like I say, if nobody's there and you continue to hear it, then, you know, what do you do? Now, in this case, yeah. it was a parent. You know, but you didn't know that. You call the police and you know, they kick the door in and find out it's a bird. Then you got to explain why you kicked it. They had these people don't kick in. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um. Although uh, spanking or slapping is most common, the committee also identifies behaviors such as kicking, shaking, throwing children, scratching, pinching, biting. Hold on, wait. Alright, I'm going to have to put you on mute again. Okay. Um, though spanking or slapping is most common, the committee also identifies behaviors such as kicking, shaking, throwing children, scratching, pinching, biting. Pulling hair or boxing ears, forcing children to stay in uncomfortable positions, burning, scalding, or forced ingestion, such as washing a child's mouth out with soap as forms of corporal punishment. Yeah, and basically they're saying you can't do that. The U.N. committee, that was the U.N. committee is saying now, okay, on the rights of the child. However... However, no washing, no no, are, no washing a what? No washing their mouth out with soap. What is that? Biological war? I mean, chemical warfare or something? I don't know. Really? No, that's called. We used to get that all the time for saying bad words. It's called forced ingestion. Oh no, I may have referred that. I got hit in the mouth myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, let's see. What was this here? In nineteen. 19- 86, the University of Chicago has been asking Americans the following, since 1986, the University of Chicago has been asking Americans the following question in its general social survey. Do you strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree that it is sometimes necessary to discipline a child with a good, hard spanking? And the latest day of data through 2016 showed that 73.6%, 73.6% strongly agree or agree with that sentiment. Okay, that sometimes it's necessary to discipline a child 
Um, with that, some parts of the country, like the South, use corporate punishment uh, more uh, using corporate punishment more than others. Religious fundamentalists are also more likely to believe in corporate punishment. They don't think of it as violence as a parenting strategy. And once again, we right there. It's a parenting strategy, right? Right. Because, yeah, because there is a difference. There is it a is difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. And and like I said, you know, and you just have to know what works for you because every child don't respond to the same types of punishment. Sometimes that that's the only thing some kids respond to, and and they yeah. adjust they they adjust their behavior accordingly. Now here's another study that was done and published in September, and it asked over eight thousand adults ages nineteen to ninety seven. They didn't ask me about their childhood experiences with spiking and found that those who were spiked were more likely to drink heavily, use street drugs, and attempt suicide. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not! Not, not, and not. I can always speak for me, but no. But, you know, it's, it's amazing how these surveys ask, you know, 1997. Okay, usually the 19 year old probably ain't, ain't be misspanked anyway. But let me take this call here real quick since we're running low here. All right, Erico845, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What do you have for me? You know who this is. I told you the last time we talked, there ain't enough room for two Mr. Talks. <laughs> All right, what's going on, Bob? How are you today? Good. I am uh, really displeased with my stepdad had done to me. He just put me over his knees and whipped my ass good with that belt. Now, I was well aware of what he was doing. It hurt. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it corrected me in any way because I'm a natural rebel. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what he did. He made my butt turn red, and it hurt. I couldn't sit for a week. Mm. I didn't like the mush my mother fed me, and mm-hmm. she put it in a refrigerator when I went to school and made it eat for dinner. Mm, yeah. yeah. Cold. Yeah. Cold. I remember those days, too. I mean, she was... Punishing me, and my stepdad was punishing me. She married uh-huh. my be- uh, my fa- uh, my father's real best friend. You know, I thought mm. something was phony there too. But, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. my dad, my my real father died when I was seven. Ah, okay. yeah. They put me in a. My mom uh, was so poor. They had to put me in a, like a child's prison in California. Wow. I rem- yeah, I remember they put me in a cage to send, uh, to hand out little little uh, boxes of cereal. I was punished quite a bit in my youth. But I think uh, hitting people with belts, I don't think it said you can hit people with belts. I, I think it said you can hit them with a rod. But 
what kind of rod were they talking about? Pure steel, like a sword? Um, what kind of rod was it? Uh, was it bamboo? or What was it, grain? What's a rod? What rod? Yeah. Are you talking about you talking about the passage in the Bible? Yeah. What what is the rod? Is it uh, is it brass, gold, silver, sword like? Uh, okay. What is the nah. rod? Nah. <laughs> we can do some research and um, find out. I did. It doesn't say anything about a belt. I think no. a belt is like modern. It is. Okay. Forties, thirties, and forties uh, during the depression. Everybody was frustrated not having money, so they took it out on the kids, whipped them right in the ass. I mean, uh, uh, buttocks. You know what I'm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But a rod, I still I can't figure saying. out what the rod was. I mean that that must have been hard steel. Uh, not, not in biblical. I don't think they had hard steel in biblical days. Probably bamboo. Right. Yeah. Probably bamboo or wheat or something like that. Something like that. Like what we used to call switches back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, More than like switches. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking. I know what you're doing. You're staying with a family makeup. And now you're talking about children. And children's been misled. Parents have been mid, been misled. Um, government's just walking all over everybody. Everybody. And they can care less what happens to you. Now, that's and, true. The bottom line, that is true. That is the truth. They just walking over everybody. All those crooks in Congress, every 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 one of them politicians got to be pulled out of there. As I mentioned last time I spoke with you, I mean, they got to go down. Here they're trying to keep mm. parents whipping their children, take their minds off of what's really going on. All the all, mm. all the Illuminati and and and. Uh, Concert with alien, real bad aliens and ETs to conquer this earth, and here they're just telling us they're pacifying us. They just whip your children, take them to church, go to the stores and buy groceries if you can afford it. You know, maybe you're on welfare and and you got to discipline them children. Just keep your mind off of what's really going on. And and uh, <laughs> Agenda Twenty One, United Nations. Yeah, that's Agenda Twenty One. I hope you both know what that is. Have read it, but it's your death warrant. It's your children's death warrant. Other people's mm. death warrants. Ninety-five percent of this earth, they disappearing. They're getting rid of them. Mm. We can, you can talk about families, whipping children, whatever, but never knock them around like you're boxing them, you know, like Muhammad Ali or something. That's bad, and that's what's going on in families. One of the guys that was visiting us, he said he had to go whip his dad's rear end. Mm. 
for hitting his mama. For hitting his mama. That's how bad it is now in families. It's going all over. All over. Not only disciplining your children, but knocking your father out. Knocking your father yeah. out. And what gives him yeah. a yeah. right to do what gives him yeah. a right to do that? You know, uh yeah. I think I covered that last show. You know, at a certain point, you can't have two alpha males in the house together. <laughs> you know. That's basically the problem right there. <laughs> the little kid thinks he can become alpha male, male without paying the price. Without paying the price. Lives off his mother and father and wants to take over because daddy's a drunk, an alcoholic. Oh, well. Beating up on the boy's mother. Mm. Well, see, now, you know, see, and that, that goes back to um, what I was talking about earlier, where kids imitate what they see. And in that case, uh, yeah, he's just, you know, it's bad he has to go that route to um, to get the man from him beating on his mother, but yeah. Yeah. But, um, all right, thank you, Bob, because I got two more callers to get in here before we get hey, up go out ahead. here. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you. I think we're going to probably be a bit over time here. Um, yeah. And the answer to your question about the rod, I think the best, the best um, thing I could find real quick was Jeremiah 1, uh, 11, and it said, of the rod of the almond tree. So that basically says like uh, a switch maybe. Yeah. I'm not for sure. Y'all can check yeah, it out. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me break. Uh, all right, welcome to the show, Triple One. Who do I have here? Just start talking. I know it's you. Oh, so you, okay. you know it's who? Who you know? Oh, I know it's you. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm, I'm busy, but I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> what you got for me Wonderful? Today? Well, I just been yes. listening for a few minutes. I didn't know what the topic was, but when he said kids jumping on their fathers, I I read last week that Tommy Lee's son, who's grown, hit him mm-hmm. in the nose, and I think, Tommy Lee, you heard about that? Yes, uh, I did. You know, he was married to Pam Anderson, and um, I think it was right. about some abuse that had been done from the father to, to his mother, Pam Anderson. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, and he was allegedly lying in bed with his new wife, and uh, so you never know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, you never know what yeah. leads up to, you know, yeah. a lot of the parents and, are alcoholics, drug addicts. They haven't set good examples. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, in and that, uh, in that case, they've right been there, All that went on. Yeah, that all that went on during that relationship. You know. <laughs> yeah. To the point that we even Tommy Lee had to go to rehab. So, yeah, uh, that, that is not surprising. But, yet, yeah, that's another example of, you know, he grew up with that, in that type of environment. So, of course, you know, he don't think that's the best way to handle the situation. You know, but then again, you have to understand, too, Boys are protected of their moms. And if you see somebody hitting your mom, you know, that's that's just instinct right there. That's instinct. You know, I'm not protecting my mom because she's my mom. 
Even some girls are protectors of their mom. They'll jump on them, too. Okay? Well, <laughs> They'll be beaten up by yeah. mom. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's true. like, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just too, it's so much, uh, oh, dysfunction and, and it's just a lack of respect and love that, you know, it seems like it's at an all-time high. I'm hoping that there's all, you know, there's just as much uh, devilishness. Mis- I don't know how to say the word, but you know what I mean. I just hope there's um, there's you know good, as much good, or better, or actually more, because uh, okay, there's a lot going on these days, you know. <laughs> yes, there's a whole lot going on, whole lot going on, and, and you know I think that's why it, it's we need some clarity as to what what is considered punishment and what is considered abuse, because you know. We we need to know it when we see it as well, not just to make sure we're not doing it, but when we see others doing it, or some of the signs that you see on, on the children. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Let, me, let me bring this other caller here. All right, Trevor One, welcome to okay. the show. Who do I have here? Maze. Hey, Maze, how are you today? I'm okay. That's good. What you got for me? You always have well, well, we have some people talk about a rod. A rod is not iron. It's a part of what part of child. <laughs> Never mm-hmm. been iron. It could have been a whip. At one point time, it was the whip. Mm-hmm. And that's not child. What? That's not. Uh, <laughs> that was a bruise. But the switch that they right. took off the tree was not a bruise. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so the ones that's confused with it, they know that it's between a whip and a and a, and a switch. Well, Remember when the man was whipping his child, and they said he was whipping him with a stick. And all this stuff, mm-hmm. and all it was a little switch. And they made a big chavar out of it. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. So some people don't yeah. know. Yeah, some people don't know the difference between a stick and a whip. And a whip was a whip was uh, a whip was uh, very 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 bad for people. <laughs> so some <laughs> people still carry. Very bad. <laughs> yeah, some people still carry the scars from it. Mhm. I don't know why they was being beat with it, with it in, in the first place. And I'm still trying uh, to figure that one out. Well, you know, sometimes you now may it may, you know, we but I'll tell it. <laughs> now we know good and well, you know, uh, you remember sometimes when you got beat with more than just a belt, you know, or a shoe, you know, the first thing that you come that they come in contact with, you know, remember them thick them no. irons that had the big cords on them, huh? But no, no I'm saying the whip. I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to understand why I was grown up being whipped with a whip. Uh, I'm not, um, I don't get that one yet. I mean, I mean, really, really, you you have any any reason? Maybe that's all they had, or maybe that was they were just used to using or doing it. Okay. With. And then with this gun violence, I told you we can solve the problem. We can solve the problem. They can't, cause they too in love with them. <laughs> okay, let's remind the, <laughs> let's remind the people how can we solve the problem? Go to the people that are so much in love with their guns and ask them why are they letting their children have them, and they should go to jail along with the child that's using it, and then put a stop to it real quick. Hmm. Okay, that, that may actually have a little 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 bite to it. Because you know you take them to the pipe. Yeah, because I was looking at some on Facebook one time. You had these little black guys. They were like 
I'm like, all these machine guns, and they was under the cars and doing that fro stuff. And they went to the house mm-hmm. and picked them up. And then I saw another group yeah, of kids I doing the same that. thing. Did they do anything to them? Mm-hmm. Oh, we nope. just didn't hear nothing about it. No, they didn't do so anything. So that's how you... I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember exactly my... what you're talking about. Well, in my opinion, well, some of them could kill the parents too, but those that's 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 just so much for the rights. And then won't you give? I mean, what does eight twenty one got to do with somebody going to purchase a gun? <laughs> What's that supposed to help? They still gonna do well, it. It's not, it's not gonna help anybody. A lot of well, a lot of people need to know what's in their child's room. First of all, when you talk about some discipline, yeah. if it's your house, you should know everything in there. You should go in there when you get ready to see what's in there. Mm. A lot of them they said they didn't know they had it. So then they need to go do some checking now, because too many schools are getting shot up. Yeah, yeah, and this is a how, you know, and, and, and that's that's an interesting thing. How do you have a child that lives in your house, but you don't know what's in that room? Yes. That that that. that Unless the child I, 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 I you. I don't understand it. I don't either. <laughs> so then yeah. next time we have a parent, the child went and do it, just arrest them, send them on to prison for half of life or whatever. And the child, too. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it'll give, put some fear in them. <laughs> and the love of God will go away. <laughs> mm. I doubt it, seriously. <laughs> you know. And then I I was listening to the news. I don't know if I heard it right. Or who's mailing, mailing stuff that's blowing up in people's houses? They said two twice has happened in Texas. Have you heard oh, that? No, I haven't heard about that one. No, I haven't heard about that one. Oh, well, maybe you'll hear about it tomorrow. I was in a hurry and I heard I'm like, what? I heard it once and then I heard it again. Okay. No, I hadn't heard of that one. That, maybe you can look it up because, uh, yeah, maybe you can look it up. I'm not around my computer so I can do it. So, but maybe you can look it yeah. up somewhere. You know, I'm keep digging until I get to the source. Yeah, um, you were supposed to bring me back some information that you said that brought me back yesterday. What? About down in um, that, that town, that little town down by San Antonio where the shooting happened in the church. Remember? That you happened in the church. Yeah. Well, that means. Yeah, no, yeah, remind me, and then I can get back with it. Well, I don't remember that, but I do. And what I was talking to you about Friday, you did come up with the article, and you was talking about the young lady. Mhm. And Farrakhan. Yep, I sure did. Uh-huh. And I say to myself, why is it that people got to stay away from Farrakhan? Because of what he said, and all of the stuff that they said about black people, are we supposed to stay away from that group of people? And have nothing to do with them? Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to keep on hanging with them and making them rich? And don't say nothing? It all depends. Depends on what your loyalty is. Oh, because well, they always say what he said. Because they say what he said about Israel. Or what he said about this group of people. David Duke them said worse thing about than Israel that ever said. But he still, uh, they not punishing him. They let him run for something. Didn't they? Of course. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Sure. So, well, Farrakhan can run for something, too. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he won't do, but he can run. Yeah. But I, just like I always say, I don't, let, I don't get indoctrinated let, let people teaching me to hate other people. I form that own opinion. I form that opinion myself. Ain't nobody in front of you. I said, I don't let nobody teach me to hate people. I'll form that opinion myself. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I don't find that within <laughs> it, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't join along. <laughs> can't there do you it. go. <laughs> you got to go. give me a reason. Not because somebody created one and put it out there. Right, right. 
know. Mm-hmm. You know, use your mind. Use your own free thinking. You know, yes. like hopefully we all should do. You know, and we will stop some, but, and we can stop some of this stuff that that's put put upon us, and we can stop it, and we don't join in. Yeah. But you got a whole bunch of people joining against, joining in with it, and you just like sometimes you make people think they're guilty, and they're not even guilty, but because of the people that joining along with the group that's telling the lie. That's right. Mhm. Even though you so said that's that way I, fast, I understand. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I said, I said you're slow. Right. <laughs> you could be an innocent person. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So it's hard for me to do. I still have been like that. I heard you. I heard you. I got you. <laughs> you like what? You no, know, sometimes like you like sometimes women they have their own little groups, and then there's one that they don't like, and then they try to teach you. Is this like? They're like that person yeah. never did anything to me. I get to know this person, right. and then to see what kind of person that person really is for myself, not from you, for me. Mm. And then I will form my own mm. opinion. But I'm still not going to teach you to do just because. You want to, that's your business, but not me. I ain't in it with you. That's right. <laughs> so that's why I that say I never got right. mad. <laughs> as long as I've been calling you, I'm still calling you. Even regardless if we didn't get read sometimes, it didn't stop me from calling you, did it? No, it did. You're absolutely that's right, right babe. So I'm who I am, that's and right. nobody else. And if a lot of people start being like right. that, they'll start up people's business. <laughs> but when, <laughs> but when, <laughs> All right. But I say it enjoy not name. hateful. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why we love each other. And your co-host, yeah. too. <laughs> Ain't going to leave her out. All right. I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I finished. Me, All right. Okay. All right, man. I'll put you in the queue. I got a couple more things. Then. I'll let you put some last words in this office, this lady, okay? Uh, okay. Somebody down and they've been your ride and that buddy and just because somebody else say that's what you ought to do. No, we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. We ain't we ain't doing we right. ain't even falling for that. That's how you feel. You take your feelings and go on down the road with what you feel, what you think, and all of that. I'm gonna stay where I'm at. That that mm-hmm. that shit. If you're loyal, you know, and that person been with you and you've been by that person, you know, and y'all been standing together all this time, you don't allow somebody else to come and change that. Hmm. That's right. Yeah. Regardless, of, regardless yeah. of how bad the time gets, that ain't going to be forever. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all, we got two and a half minutes left in live air time. We are going over in overtime. So if you're not on the switchboard, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. If I says you're not able to do it, the show will be archived. You can always go back and listen to it, or you can go to the show webpage at www. www.ericletstalk.com, okay, and um, I will be posting the show on, on uh, the show's web page as well, okay, so thank you if you can't stay. All right, now, um, yeah, go ahead and finish, P. I'm sorry, I had to get that in real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead on to your next topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yo, I offer to say, now, for those that live in your states and you don't know whether you can hit your kids in your state, in your city, whatever, yes, you can. Hitting your kids is legal in all 50 states, all of them, 
all of them. Now, some states differ about, you know, exactly what is allowed, but you can't hit your kids. Like in Delaware, state law forbids a parent from hitting a child with a closed fist. Now, I don't know why you hit your child with a closed fist anyway. That's kind of common sense there. Um, but in Oklahoma, okay, got to consider where you're at now. In Oklahoma, no such explicit prohibited, uh, prohibited exists. The law permits a parent to hit a child with a switch, but the parent only uses ordinary force. Even with ordinary force, a switch hurts, and it will cut your skin. What they talking about? But you talking about Alabama now. I mean, Oklahoma. All right. Um, both Arizona and Alabama allow the use of a reasonable and appropriate physical force. What is um, reasonable and appropriate? Such in each state depends exactly on case law and the interpretation of judges. <laughs> Louisiana makes no mention of spanking, but allows reasonable discipline. But does it? That doesn't seriously endanger the health of a child. In Texas, corporal punishment becomes child abuse when it results in substantial harm to a child. As a practical matter in Texas, that means a physical injury that leaves a mark, like bleeding and bruising, like Adrian Peterson did. In Maine, corporal punishment is lawful if it results in no more than transient discomfort, or minor temporary marks. <laughs> I like that. Minor temporary marks. Oh, Lord. Georgia simply forbids any physical injury, but here again, what that means is largely at the discretion of judges and prosecutors. Um, let's see where else we got here. I think basically that's it. 39 countries, including Malta, Bolivia, and Brazil this year, have banned corporal punishment of children. Four out of five Americans believe spanking children is sometimes appropriate, according to a 2013 poll. All right, so there it is. Now, if you got any questions, you know, go online and look up your CPS department and look up the rules, say, of, of definitions of abuse or what have you, and it'll come up. How do I know that? Because I did it for Texas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <clears throat> pretty much. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Trump administration studies seeking the death penalty for drug dealers. Now, we've heard this one before. And uh, now, now they're doing it for the opioid drug dealer. Now, here's the catch with this thing right here, with this opioid thing. When they start arresting these people, don't be surprised at who they're arresting, okay? And I'm sure at that time they would change their, their policy because it's not going to be who they think it is. I mean, let's be honest. It's not going to be who they think it is. Um, but the interesting part about this is <clears throat> um, 45, he really likes what um, the Philippine president approach on um, drugs is which led to the deaths of thousands of people by extrajudicial police killing. Now, see, and we already got police killings going on in this, in this, in this country already. So look out now. Look out. Look out. Don't forget the, the what they call it, the civil forfeiture. 
Don't forget that too. And the top it all, and he like also likes um, uh, what Singapore's policy for executing drug dealers. You know, he says some countries have a very tough penalty, the ultimate penalty, and they have much less of a drug problem than we do, which is a lie. They just ship it all over here. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. And guess what they put in, in charge of it, y'all? They put Miss Skeletor in charge of it. <laughs> Kelly Ann Conway. <laughs> Kelly Ann Conway. Counselor to the president is leading much of the work on opioids for the White House. Singaporean representatives have briefed senior White House officials on their country's drug policies, which include treatment and education, but also the death penalty. And they provide a they provide a powerful presentation on the country laws. Um, well, we already know they 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 doing the treatment and education now. That's for the victim. Of course, let's be honest, when they find the drug dealers, they're not going to try to educate them. They, if they can get away with it, they're going to shoot them right there and be done with it. Until they realize uh, it's not the people of darker color that's, that's selling these, these opioids to these young white kids and stuff. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Yeah, so be mad if you want to. Um, federal law currently allows the death penalty to be applied in four types of drug-related cases. And that's murder committed during a drug-related drive-by shooting, murder committed with the use of a firearm, with a firearm during a drug trafficking crime, murder related to drug trafficking, and the death of a law enforcement officer that relates to drugs. So, yeah. And they're going to add a fifth one. If you caught selling opioid drugs, they're going to shoot you on the spot. Well, I tell you, we really getting into some things now, aren't we? <laughs> uh, prosecutors, prosecutors nationwide are cracking down on higher-level drug dealers, and law enforcement officials are looking at increased penalties for fentanyl trafficking and dealing. At the same time, public health officials, including those of the Trump administration, and many in law enforcement are emphasizing treatment rather than punitive measures for low-level users and those addicted to drugs. Now, you see to hear that? You, did you hear that? <laughs> okay. So they don't want to get the low-level dealers no more. They want to get the big boys. They want the big boys. Um, excuse me. Big boys work for, Miss, uh, for, 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 <laughs> for Mr. Smith. I wonder how big they want them. Um, let's see what else they said about this real quick. Regina Bell, Deputy Chief of Staff at the Office of National Drug Control Policy in the Obama Administration, said that current laws that allow for drug dealers to be charged with a capital offense haven't had a deterrent effect. Duh. Um, Daniel Cicerone, a professor of family and community medicine at the University of California, San Francisco, said there is no concern that laws could ensure low-level drug dealers, many of whom do not know their products, contain lethal amounts of opioids and some of whom are battling addiction. It could drive drug users underground. Yeah, right. Hey, y'all remember the war on drugs? That really wasn't a war on drugs, more of a, a war 
on the black community. Yeah, well, look out. Here it come again. Here it come again. Yeah, I said it. I said it. It's sad that I have to say it, but yes, I said it. And it's going to happen, y'all. We, we see it coming. All right. This is one of the last things I got to talk about. The White House unveils proposals to harden schools in wake of Florida shooting. The administration will look at to assist states to provide rigorous firearm training to qualified personnel. It will also support the transition of lower law enforcement and ex-military personnel into education careers. Now, and I highlighted that for a reason. Okay. Um, <laughs> the administration will look, into, look to assist states that provide rigorous firearm training to qualified personnel. Who are these uh, law enforcement? Aren't they qualified personnel? Don't they get to train? They go to the fire? Who are, who are they going to do? Because, you know, he's still a big proponent of talking about Army teachers. You know, <clears throat> being a veteran myself and, 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 and you know, before I joined the war, I, I'm going tell to you, tell you a secret. And I used to tell my soldiers this all the time when we were at the range. It's one thing to shoot a, a little target that's just sitting there on a, a paper target that's sitting there on a little silhouette. Okay? It's a different story. When that target is firing back at you, you know, and, and they keep talking about rigorously firearm training, what what does that insist? There's no way you can actually um, 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 what word am I looking for? There's no way you can react the way you would in a live fire situation, live action. There's no way. Because, number one, adrenaline is going to take over. And the question is, are you going to stay calm enough to do what you need to do? You know, and then this other one, um, <clears throat> it would help. It would also support the transition of law enforcement and ex-military personnel into education careers. Now, number one, I'm going to tell you this right now. Ex-military Personnel, if you was anywhere on the front line, what have you, you're not going to take that job. You're not. Because, number one, your hands are tied as to how you can react, number one. Number two, you, we ain't got the patience to be around those bad behind kids. I'm just going to tell you like it is. We don't have patience to be around no bad behind kids. And once one of them decides to spot off at the mouth or drop a foot trying to be funny, you see how you react because you got PTSD. You're going to pop them, and then you're in trouble. I'm like, hey, it, it, I'm just being honest here. Number three, they're not going to pay you what you're worth. They're not going to pay you what you're worth. Shoot, in West Virginia right now, they got teachers on strike because they don't want to pay them. So I'm coming out of the military, guaranteed my money, making three, four $4,000 a month to come work and make, what, at the most thousand, two thousand dollars a month? No. No. No, that's not happening. I ain't talking it wrong. Those that probably worked in the office, they make great, great teachers, what have you. But individuals like me that was out there, no, I wouldn't make no great teacher. Because I'm telling you, I, my patience is short. And some of them law enforcement officers, they the same way. 
in the same way. And you really don't know who you're hiring. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> now, here's, here's one of those statements that, the, what the, that politicians make to say, um, yes, this is what I want to do, but I'm not going to do it in case it backfires. The White House proposal does not introduce any legislation itself. It does establish a commission that will access best practices and possible solutions to prevent gun violence at school. Okay? Like I said, basically what that is saying is, yeah, we're going to make it sound good, but if it don't pass, I'm not responsible for it. Now, he's going to set up a commission. We're talking about 45 now. 45 has already come on, on, on record as saying he doesn't like commissions. To him, commissions are a waste of time. So, but he wants to establish oh, a commission. This should be his last stop, but I told him that I was. I know you're driving. Come on, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it. You know, that, that. But they call that harder schools. Now, to me, with in the being former military, when they say hard in school, I'm thinking sandbags, chicken wire, uh, anything to keep it, to keep uh, ammunition out, bullets out, bombs out, grenades out, you know, sumps, grenade sumps, all those type of things. That's what it means when I when I hear hard in the school. You know, putting weapons in the hands of teachers is not the solution. It's not the solution. Because honestly, some of those students can overtake a teacher. Or are you going to have the weapons kept in the, in the principal's office and locked up in the safe somewhere? So in case something happens, you got to run all the way back. It, see, you see the logistical nightmare that that is going to cause? But I'm sure they will work something out because it has to be done now. It has to be done. Let them tell it, right? Okay. I think I'll run out. My voice giving out on me, so I think that means I've talked too much today. But it's been fun. I have really, I have really, really enjoyed it. And area code 224, thank you for stopping by. Your last voice, 1193. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yes, 666. Chat room still. All right, Pete, you got any last words for me before, before I the, – well, you're driving. I'll come back. Hold on. All right, let's go with our maze. Your last words, please, ma'am. Yes. Uh, what I heard uh, him saying he want to open the run against him, and he knows where her likes is. I'm like, Oprah is not paying him any attention, and she should keep doing it, just like LeBron did Lord Ingram. Just let them keep on talking, and uh, they'll get tired. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I got to say about that. And I wish you'd just find something oh. to talk about besides Obama. Because that doesn't make it make him look any greater than he's not just by have just by saying his name. Because some people still in anger over him being president. <laughs> mhm. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, ma'am. You have a great week, and I you to talk to you Friday. Friday. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, we all know what the agenda was the first year coming into office. Erase everything the other guy did. We know this. Um, 
Unfortunately, didn't realize it would be harder than what was it, than they anticipated. Um, so now it's time to create. It's time to create my agenda, which is, you know, getting the treatment that Obama got. Now Democrats giving it to him, and of course, we know it's all in the game they all play. But it is what it is. All right, let me see, uh, Miss Lady Ready. Miss Lady, are you there? This lady about ducked out on me. One, two, three, four, five. All right, no, Miss Lady. Okay. All right. P, I know you're driving, but um, you got anything for me before we get up out of here? No. Hey, you know what I always say. You know, all this stuff going on, we got to recognize the force behind it and realize that sometimes it's not the people, but it's the spirits in the people. You know, and just learn to live about this one world system. We got to be conscious of what really is going on and, and stop allowing people and things and systematic organizations to deceive us or find out what the real truth of the matter is. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was outstanding. That's it? That's it. Man, that's short. What's wrong? <laughs> you driving, I understand. I'm driving. <laughs> In a lot of traffic with children yeah. on the bus. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. children on the bus. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Well, be safe. I'll chat with you. I will. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, y'all. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, we went over a whole lot of stuff today on the show. We did. We went over a whole lot of stuff. And um, there was some familiarity to it. Oh, wait a minute. I have, well, I'll say that for Monday. I mean Friday. Because there's one I wanted to get to, but I never did get to it. But we get to it Friday, no problem. Um, it, it doesn't, I, th- I guess Pete said it best. It doesn't matter about people because it's a spirit that, that that's in them. Um, you have to be careful. You really do. You have to be careful. We we talked about Farrakhan and, and uh, Tamika Mallory, uh, your loyalties. Who are you loyal to? You know, who are you loyal to? Are you even, are you even loyal to yourself? And some of you are not even loyal to yourself, which is amazing, but, yeah. You know, because you don't know. You don't know. Like May says, you know, they've been after Farrakhan. May and Miss Beasley, they've been after Farrakhan for years. He's been saying the same thing, but he's been telling the truth. It's amazing how you tell the truth and they, and they want anybody that they think is associated with you to stand up against you. No, and a lot of us are that way in our own personal lives. We know some, there are some people we associate with that a lot of people don't deal with, but they tell the truth. But when you get a crowd, instead of standing with that person, you stand with the crowd. Hey, stand up and be counted, dang it. It's that time. We It's needed now, okay? Now, it's not the time to be hiding in the crowd and just fading in. No, stand up and be counted. If you're loyal, you're loyal. It's okay. It's all right. Be true to thyself. Okay? All right. So they're going to do it for me, man. I'm getting up out of here. Uh, we'll be back Friday at 2 p.m. What's Friday? 16th? Yeah. 
2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time, uh, with some more stories for you. Um, I don't know exactly what, um, like I never do. Um, we'll check on some things, and uh, we'll bring you, come back to you with them. Um, yeah. So, once again, I want to say thank you. Don't forget, we're going to be um, updating the website probably tonight. So it's www.ericlesstalk.com. Um, <clears throat> we'll be putting it out. Uh, don't forget you can email me if you like at ericlesstalk.com. I mean, I'm sorry, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And if you want to email P. Ross, that's p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. Okay? Other than that, it's been fun, man. Um, like I say, we'll see y'all Friday. Enjoy your week. If you're up there in the Northeast, hey, man, stay warm. Stay warm, okay? We looking at 80s here this week, so. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so you're gonna t- we're going to take you out of here with some Jonathan Butler and Live, man, because I love that song, okay? So until Friday, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive well, open heart, make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, because you laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy, all right? See y'all Friday, man. Have a good week. We out of here. I'm